I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? Our expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken water heater. We work on all brands of water heaters and plumbing equipment. One call does it all. Atlas Butler is at your service call. Yo, holla, 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 players. It is the Reasonable Wrestling Podcast, and here we are on our 21st episode. 21st. We're all grown up, man. Oh, yeah, we're all I mean, and to solidify that, we are video recording ourselves uh-huh. today. Absolutely. All right, if you don't know who we are, this is the Most High Chris, and I am with my tag team partner, as always, Chitty Bang. Okay. And we are the... Or, well, I mean, yeah. Uh, well, okay, so let's get into this today. CT is playing my role as he is <laughs> mad sleepy coming into this episode. Um, I mean, yeah, I've been smoking a little bit. So oh, I'm gonna, uh, come I'm on, chill. living so my gimmick. You're living your gimmick, yeah, for real. <laughs> um, uh. welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Unraw, Uncut, Unfiltered, Underground podcast and this rest, professional wrestling podcast game. Um, we are here to discuss the week that was in a creative, logical, and uh, business concept. So you can follow us on Twitter, RW Podcast One. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook and pretty much everything else. Our tag is Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Yeah. We're on YouTube. We're you know, follow us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that yeah. all that jazz. Um it's eleven o'clock. We're recording pretty late. Um shout out to our women wanting to watch Empire. That's mm-hmm. what we're going to blame it on. So you you guys don't know the truth, so we're going to tell you that. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're starting to show late. Um, yeah. So we're going to get right into it. It's been a long week. Uh, they did the Super Showdown in Melbourne, right? That yeah. was Saturday morning. Sunday mo- Saturday morning? It was Saturday. You actually woke me up watching wrestling. I woke you up Saturday morning to catch it, yeah. Um, just usually you doing that to yeah, me. Yeah, you know, yeah. We, we, this has totally wrestling. been a reversal. Yeah, of for real. <laughs> but I woke up Saturday. I saw some results come pop up on my notifications. I was like, oh, shit, that shit already happened. And I fell asleep through it. I, I'm like, good. I wasn't going to watch it live anyways. So I wake up and I put I put it on immediately. Um, and um, So what you think about the car? I thought it was all right. You know, it wasn't uh, terrible, but it wasn't great. 
you know. Um, I did like the Buddy Murphy Cedric Alexander match a lot. That was a good. Um, I would say that was the highlight of that show, particularly. Uh-huh. I won't say that was the highlight of the week, but that was the highlight of that uh, show. Small Joe and AJ, I think, to put on a good, good showing too. Um, not necessarily. I'm just mad that Small Joe's like on this whole injury thing right now. I didn't want to see Small Joe tap out. I'm a huge fan. Uh, don't want to see him tap out, but it had to happen, I guess. Well, I mean, at the same time, like a heel has to be able to lose. I know, I know. He's yeah, a heel, and, and it all makes sense. I'm just saying it from my Mark side, well, my Mark, because I'm not because Small Joe. I'm a Mark for him. I'm gonna, gonna admit it. So I think that he's one of the best performers. I personally would like to see him do more, um, and I don't want to see him tap out just as a big fan of his. But uh, I know from a business and logical perspective, yeah, for sure. So um, this feud had to end, and AJ had to go over. But uh, I thought that was a good match. Um, I thought the Charlotte, Charlotte and, and Becky, Becky man, match was always a, put on. Yeah, that was a good match. A hell of and a they show. continued to have that in SmackDown, but we'll, oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, talk, about we'll talk about that later. We'll have a little bit of a formula, okay? We're, we're switching things up, keeping things the same. I know that's uh-huh. an oxymoron, but fuck it. That's what we do. Um, so... Um, the new oh shout out actually I can't say that that um, Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy match was match tonight when New Day and the Bar had a fantastic yeah match. New Day and the Bar had a really killer match yeah Speed Force of uh-huh. Xavier and Kofi had killer fucking moves uh-huh. you know what I mean and they so debuted a new finisher they debuted a new finisher uh-huh. uh, the barrage of uh, offense that they had was crazy. The chemistry with the bar is dope. Uh, yeah, the bar and New Day always going to put on a good showing. Um, I knew that was going to be one of the highlights of the show. I was looking forward to that match, and it didn't disappoint. Uh, they also had – with the, but I think the, the why I like the Buddy Murphy and Cedric Alexander match so much is what it means to Buddy Murphy. I'm just like imagine like going through the, the struggle of becoming a wrestler from Australia. There's no chance you're going to make it to the big stage. And much less win a title in your home, you know, country. country. I mean, it's actually his it's home city, city too. Yeah, his home city too. It's a it's a great achievement for him, and the crowd was super excited. So it made for the the match to be good. When the crowd's on fire and the and the the, the work is good, it makes for an incredible match. So, so for me, that was the highlight of the of the night. Even though we had you know just you know. Great moment of like oh solidarity between Undertaker, Triple H, oh, Shawn Michaels, and Kane. Yo, okay, <laughs> I wasn't gonna talk about it, but let's just go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> My low point of this whole thing was they gave Taker and Triple H thirty minutes. There it is. End of the sentence. Period. <laughs> and they gave Daniel Bryan the Miz two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's so ass backwards. <laughs> but know. it is what it is. I mean, they're in Melbourne. They're pushing this match. They had to give them time and make them the main event. They didn't have to give them thirty minutes. You know, they didn't have to give them thirty. Not thirty minutes. minutes. I'm not saying they have to give them thirty minutes, but I think they had to give them some time to you know make it seem like it's a big deal because you know they're uh, they're legends. You know. All but, right. Um, so let's just fast forward this into Monday. Then. No, but we got to talk about. You know Triple H over there crying like a bitch. We had to, we had to, we had to mention Triple H over there crying like a bitch. You got Undertaker looking old. Shawn looking old. Kane is over there like, nigga, I have to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I got. Kane, yo, Kane mayor of Tennessee. Kane like I gotta get back on the flight. I gotta get back to being a mayor. I got work to do. You know. <laughs> 
they turn on them, and I, you know, they're extending this feud. Uh, do I want to see it extended? Not necessarily. And now, yeah, we can trickle down into after I got that joke off, we can trickle down into Raw with the with it started with uh, Triple H in the ring. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yo, what's the joke I say about Triple H? I made a joke and said Triple H looks like something. You you did say so that. Oh man, I I hate that I smoke so much weed. Uh-huh. Well, I, I know I don't. I love that I smoke so much weed. Anyway, but I made a joke that Triple H looks like. Uh, oh man, uh, shoot, it's gonna bother me anyway. Okay. But yeah, I mean, they, tri- Triple H cry cry like a little bitch, you know, because yeah. he lost. Uh, Shawn Michaels taking hella bumps. Yeah, Shawn Michaels doing that match. I'm like, ah, he's coming back. Yeah, you know it already. You can say he's 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 selling and shit. Like this this is oh, he's coming back. You know, you already know. Kane had to take goddamn work days off. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) He's like, shit, I gotta go back to Knoxville. God damn! (laughs) I hear Um, that he's getting what he's getting paid is getting donated to his his his, uh, uh. to his city, right? To, or to his town. So, which is, for you better, you know, give us a paycheck. If I, see, if I see my mayor on TV in a mask, play wrestling, and I'm not like a wrestling fan, I'm going to be tight. So, at least a paycheck is going towards the community. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But that goes ahead and transfers into Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Well, I'll try and to say then um, that. Uh, that gets to uh, the announcement that DX is coming back. Yeah, um, which I'm not a fan of, but we have to discuss because we have fans of the podcast <laughs> that fucking cares. About Everybody, this shit. yeah, people care about DX. Um, I, I, I didn't personally. I don't care for, it, but I do understand how that announcement can get you excited as a nostalgic fan who wants to see them come back and do it. I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have had the, the segment go that way though. Like I would have had Shawn Michaels come out there by himself and announce his return to the ring. Based off of like you know the same story, you can say the same thing, and then you know he said, and then Triple H, you know, said those three words that I'll never forget, and then I would have it play. Are you ready? And oh, then so he comes out. Right, yeah, I would produce right. it that way. You know, <laughs> I think that um, it would it would be more impactful personally. Well, but I I, then you had Triple H talking about something about a mountain and the summit, and, and when you have Triple H start the show. But who, Talking about who, I didn't know it was going to be such a good show. Actually, it was. And mind you, let's give it a round of applause for Raw because for the first time in like twenty one weeks, I mean, they actually had a decent show. They actually yeah. wrote a decent show. But uh, he was talking about some mountains and some shit. I don't know. I don't really care for this shit. Um, but at the same time, who really does? Well, I mean, again, people do care. You know, um, I'm saying for the sensible people, for the logical people, for the people who watch this to say, like, hey, these are 50-year-old guys um, that are degenerates still. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I yeah, mean... Yeah, speaking of old guys, it was a lot of old guys on the screen this week. And it made for a... But you can't you can't doubt that they make an impact. Because I'm thinking... I'm sitting over here saying it's, it's a good show. But they had four people return. Four old, four, well, we had DX return, four returns. You had Kurt Angle, Trish, Lita, Lita. All these guys are older stars. I mean, it's all you because, know? I mean, the prince of Saudi Arabia is, like, fucking our age. So he hasn't watched wrestling since, like, 2006. Yeah, he still wants to Yokozuna and Ultimate Warrior. And then niggas the been, this? yo, they've been gone. 
but uh, yeah, but still, like they're booking this this shit stuff is for Evolution and Lita. Even though I think it's um, it was a good show. I do think they relied a lot heavy on uh, Legends. I mean, but at the same time, Legends is was. I hate to say that Legends is what makes the show because I am the I'm a fan of new stars as well but at the same time whenever you bring up the term wrestling they always bring up the people that they're bringing back you know mm-hmm. what I mean so mm-hmm. it makes sense you know what yeah. I mean it makes but absolute sense here's the thing though when you look at somebody like let's say per se John Cena he's a guy who people say oh that WWE thing that like John Cena does you know why cuz they made him a star you know they made they actually put ch- a, a stock in him and pushed him to become a star over time. I'm gonna do and he's that. Not, and, he's, and he's the only him, Roman doesn't have the personality to make to to make it. But uh, they need to make somebody a real bona fide star, and they don't know how to do it. They're pushing the Shield as one a bona fide unit, one single year. Like a, they're like the three guys. Like they'll push instead of having one guy, they have three guys. I mean, because that are their one, one guy. Think about it. All three of them got hurt too. So. Cena has been legitimately, um, but he is—it's really seldom though. Like you, you can really pinpoint like the pectoral. You know what I mean? Where he ripped, but then he came back in record time in the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Uh, when he broke his nose, he came back. You know what I mean? Um, excuse me. Uh, the the elbow when he had the the tennis ball on his elbow. Yeah. He had tennis elbow. Like I'm counting them off, and those are really kind of been like legit. Rest- well. Recently, yeah. you know, I mean, the the pectorals in 08, so that was 10 years ago, but Cena's an Iron Man almost, so... Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it, I, I completely respect The reason respect why they Cena. put the stock in people is because, um, the reason why they put the stock in people is because uh, of what they can entrust in that person, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, so I see that the equity in these people, like, they built three stars, Lukewarm uh-huh. stars, but they have a hot, you know what I mean. They have a hot group, yeah. So that means if these lukewarm stars fizzle out individually, you yeah, know it's I mean? like not putting all your eggs in one basket. I yes, can, I totally exactly. get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally understand it. You know, um, they're, they're they're like the main stars on Raw, and it's, it's they're a unit. You know, it's just funny to me. You know, speaking of the Shield being a unit, uh, one of my best produced segments was their promo this week on Raw mm. uh, because it was a swerve. They had the camera on the ground. It was like, you know, this old, like, you know, it's like grainy footage. And you see these big ass, like, boots, two, four pairs of boots walk into the, into the frame. And you think, I mean, I think I, I thought, I'm pretty sure the, the arena thought too because they popped when they realized it wasn't, but it, I thought it was AOP. So they pick the camera up and it's a shield. I'm not sure if you caught that. And the crowd pops because they're like, oh, it's not AOP, it's the Shield. So I thought that was a really clever shot, um, well-produced. Uh, they had a couple well-produced segments this week. Uh, on SmackDown, there's one that's really well-produced that I got to get to. Speaking of... <coughs> Speaking of production... Um SmackDown. Um, I don't really. I didn't. I didn't peep to what struck me over the, the week that was was the, the 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 director. Like you know what I mean, cutting and and stuff like that. Like Kevin Dunn in the truck was really doing a lot. He missed a lot of stuff. He also caught a lot of stuff that he shouldn't. You know what I mean? Like the SmackDown, um, the, the women's title match. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, don't want to fast forward past Raw, but even the the. 
he caught a lot of the women calling spots. You oh know what yeah, I mean? like, yeah, yeah. So production wise, it was just uh-huh. um, you know it was just it was just kind of off this week. You know what I mean? As far as um, who was in the truck and what they were. Bless you. Thank you. Um, uh, what what they was what they was calling in the truck and what they was picking up in the truck. Um, but going back to Raw, as far as things being produced, I would like to say that the segment of the double turn was done well, um, only because of Kevin Owens finally probably being able to take some time off mm-hmm. to repackage himself. Oh, because if he yeah. comes back, at, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, if he comes back as a face. You know what I mean? It's, he's put his body through hell, man. He has put his body for, for a while. And he deserves a time off. And he deserves, he, and he deserves to be actual a face. So he, he deserves to, to get chilled. Yeah, he, he deserves, deserves to be chilled. Yeah. He deserves to be a face of what he's been through. Kevin Owens, man. Um, uh, I love Kevin Owens. Um, I think that turn on Raw was spectacular. Um, yeah, Bobby, Bobby, being, Bobby, being, Bobby, Bobby turning, which I... Called, yeah, suggested, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, uh, we both suggested it. You know, you you called it um, happening sooner than I thought they were because I thought they were just going to be done with it. But I was like, kind of shitting on the Bobby Lashley Leah Rush pairing. But you said, but you said, give it some time, and you're right. You know, they get, like, we gave it some time. They got past this showdown show. They knew they had to do a tag match with Cena. They got that out the way. And now they turned them immediately, which and I thought I would have. I would have liked the turn to been on Cena, but if the turn wasn't on Cena, I would have suggested that the turn happen. So that's why I said I really wish that the turn was on Cena, but uh, or to, to make it like build something for Cena when he comes back, maybe for WrestleMania or whatever he comes comes back. Because I don't want to see either Cena or Bobby Lashley. I mean, depending on what they do with Bobby Lashley, I would like to see them fight each other at WrestleMania. I don't want to see them. Go for a title per se, you know. Um, but uh, going forward, I think that uh, Bobby Lashley should be a good heel. He's he's performed as a heel before in the, in uh, the Impact TNA, and I think he's going to do well right. in WWE. When we when we when we did our first couple, bo- I think we did our booking black on on Bobby, and we said that he was a heel in TNA, and we would have liked to see him be a heel in, in in WWE, just because he was just good at it. You know what I mean? It's just he's just good at it. Uh-huh. Um, but to legit have a mouthpiece in Leo Rush, like you legitimately are annoyed. Yeah. Anytime that guy opens up his mouth, like anytime. Yeah. Um, I, I personally love Leo Rush. I don't know what you're talking about, but and how do you love three year old piece of gold? How you love two people in the same feud <laughs> on opposite sides? Here's the thing about it. Here's the thing about it. <laughs> he, he's just a funny character, man. Um, he's a funny character I mean, I that doesn't I, deserve my cheers. I know Millie hates mm-hmm. him and Bobby Lashley. She, she, I'm Bobby, Bobby Lashley. She hated both of them separately. But now they're both together, yes. so every week she has to see them it's together. It's like a superpower. <laughs> yeah, but it's ironically putting them together, but it worked somehow. Oh, stay out, stay tuned for in October, which is this month, Millie's takes. That's right, that's uh, right. Probably getting closer to when Evolution appears, but we'll have a whole nother episode of Millie's takes. Where she just fires off everything she dislikes. Yeah. And likes. And likes, yeah. Yeah, but more dislikes. She's had, she's had a lot of interesting takes. Like, the other day, today she, she called uh, Zoo Six. She called, she called her slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean. If you, ever, if you watch the Mae Young Glass, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a female Mexican wrestler there called Zyx or Zoo Six. Or Zeus. Or Zeus. Yeah, whatever. Zyx. 
Whatever. <laughs> she, whatever. Millie thinks she's hella slow. I mean, she is hella slow. She is kind of slow. I mean, yeah. there's that. But, um, yeah, just check it out. And shout out to the Man Classic. Yeah. Again, we were there supporting our women. Yeah, we haven't been we watching. Because we, we, we were there. We're, we love women wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but we're not going to watch it. You... Act like you love real women. I love women. I, I, I want to see evolution. You over here hated on evolution. Bro. From, from, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, hold on. Go back a couple episodes. Hold it's on. like, oh, hold what about on, all those peer reviews? He's on, like, hold uh, on, yeah, hold I'm not going to watch hold it. On. Hold on. I don't think I said that. I, what I said was, was that I wouldn't be interested if it didn't turn out to be a car. Okay, boom. Sasha is not going to be on this card. I guess not. I miss her too, but like, it's gonna be sad if she doesn't make it. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, so that's why I'm saying I'm not really, I'm not really interested. If but you're I was, not gonna you know, push, like you're putting Nikki, you're putting Nikki Bella in her general right. Ronda. But yeah, yeah, you don't. They're doing that, which was a turn this week, also. Oh yeah, the um, turn of Nikki Bella. But we'll talk about and that. The Bella twins. But here's the thing: I was telling Rich, and Rich is a uh, Chris's cousin. He's um, over here, and he watches wrestling too. And I was telling him that. At least they have a hot angle going into Evolution. Because imagine if the Raw angle and the SmackDown angle was was lukewarm going into an all women's interview. At least we have the Sasha, I mean not Sasha, um, Becky, uh, Charlotte feud so hot because they need to showcase something that's not um, mainstream marketable. Because Ronda Rousey's mainstream marketable, Nikki Bell's for the mainstream market marketability. We need something that's actually substantial, like our main event for I wrestling mean, we're fans. Getting, At least we're getting that. Yo, why are we getting Carrie Zane and Shayna Baszler again for the third time? I mean, is it going to be a different type of thing? Like, they should do a two out of three falls match. That would be different. That would be different, yeah. I think so, too. I think that would be dope. A women's two out of three falls match would be different. Um, but for them to have a singles title match um, again for the third time, mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I don't know, it's redundant. But I think it's redundant. It is, but um, they have to do something with Shayna if they're not pulling her up. They have to. And so I don't know. I, I think Shayna comes up. I think she drops it again. I think she loses it again. So it's like Ember and Oscar. Ember never beat Oscar, and Shayna will never beat Kyrie. I mean, then Shayna. Wait, this, if this is the third time, I mean, Shayna beat um, Shayna never Ky- beat Kyrie. Shayna won her as a champion. This is the re- this is the second match or the third match. This is the third match coming up if you count the May Young Classic last year, the, the the finals. Shit. And then they had one at uh, Brooklyn, and Kyrie won the belt, the belt from Shayna because Shayna debuted before Kyrie and got the belt. And then now it's gonna be the third one. So if uh, Kyrie wins, then and Shayna gets comes up. I mean, they push all the Japanese women. That's out, true. You know? That's true. Shout out to our Japanese women out there. So if you listen to Shirai, us, oh yeah, Asuka. she faces Io Shirai faces Tony Storm. Oh yeah, um, May Young Classic Finals. And I don't want to hate, but there's something about Tony Storm that just seems corny to me. She should be a heel. That's the reason. Yeah, she just comes off as a corny Australian, and I like Australians, but no, you they don't. can be kind of corny sometimes. <laughs> like they can just come off corny. I'm not sure. Maybe maybe you guys understand what I'm saying. I don't know. Um, um, uh, Trisha and Lita and uh, Alexa Mickey is a tag match. Tag match. Um, we really just skipped right through everything and hit evolution. But hey, why? This is the show. This yeah, is what, brought this is what you guys. This is this, this is what you come here this for. This is what you come here for for rambling. <laughs> yes, just don't expect anything more than rambling, especially because we're high. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, yeah. There's that. Um, but yeah, jumping back to Raw because we're just jumping all over the place. 
I uh, wanted to talk, talk about my best written. My best written um, was actually the Baron Corbin segment where he's uh, a heel authority figure coming out, booking himself into a match to qualify himself for a match at WWE Crown Jewel as a heel authority figure who's a wrestler. He books himself into uh, a battle royal with what I make as the the presets on the on the create a wrestler set setting. When you go to WWE 2K and you go to presets and it's just random stereotypical wrestlers, it was a battle royal of those jobbers. And uh, enhancement talents. We're and, not going to disrespect people on this podcast. Enhancement talent. My if bad. I can't call. Listen, we don't use the B word. I didn't even know enhancement talent and, was and offensive. Jobbers, I mean, jobbers was offensive. Jobbers is offensive. It's still, damn. Okay, it's a new day and age. I'm sorry. We can't offend <laughs> people. Jobbers. Um, okay, enhancement talent. Enhancement talent. <laughs> so, Brandon Corbin uh, got in the ring with all these jobbers and continued to and he threw them all out. <laughs> he ran over me again. <laughs> <laughs> and he threw most of them out, except for this all gold. Conquistador, Trinidad James Conquistador, <laughs> all go everything, yeah. And this gold Conquistador starts going ham, suplexing the shit out of Baron Corbin, and then um, hitting hitting with the angle slam, and it turns out obviously it's Kurt Angle. I think it was a well written segment, and I think that was telling Chris like, yo, if you gave this segment. To a heel who's really good on the mic, like a Chris Jericho or Kevin Owens, this could be a legendary segment that people will remember for like a long time. But Baron, even with Baron's performance, it was decent. But if you gave it to a real good heel, this segment was written perfectly. That it's like it was for, for comedy, and then you got the um, surprise turn at the end, the uh, reveal at the end with Kurt Angle coming out of the mask. I think it was probably the best, one of the best written things. I want to give credit where credit well, is due. Speaking of the best written, my best written is on SmackDown. And, of course, it's the best. Listen, I, again, love women. Love Becky and Charlotte. They have the best women feud in wrestling. Uh But the best written feud in WWE is, like, the WWE title. Yeah. And, like, that that Miz TV segment, AJ Styles, The Miz, Daniel Bryan, um, setting up animosity between The Miz and Daniel Bryan. Um, obviously, AJ Styles is the champion. Daniel Bryan just beat The Miz to become number one contender. Uh-huh. So, you know, that happened at um, Super Showdown. Yeah. So now Daniel Bryan goes into Crown Jewel, Crown Jewel um, in Saudi Arabia going against AJ Styles for the title. Um, that segment of just adding story to it where Daniel Bryan was like, I didn't come back for none of this other shit mm-hmm. but champion. He said a lot more than what I just said. Mm-hmm. So go back and watch the segment because I'm not like, I'm not It was really good. You know, the Miz is yeah. awesome. As you know, um, he performed on the mic completely. But Daniel, Daniel, Daniel kind of setting it up. It was like, like, AJ Styles saying, I think I'm better than you. And then Daniel's like, I know I'm better than you. And AJ was like, well, not really, dude. You know, mm-hmm. and Daniel Bryan was like, well, shit, pull up. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what it should be. It's, <laughs> it's friendly competition, you know. Um, uh, but I, somehow I think the Miz is going to weasel himself and make this. Uh, uh, I don't want it to be a three-way pause. Yeah, I don't want it to be either. Like, I really want it. Like, when I saw the graphic for AJ and Daniel Bryan, 
you know, I got excited just seeing the graphic. You know, I usually don't get excited for just graphics on TV about matches, but that one did. And I, went, I saw it on Raw, so I was like, oh, they're actually going to go with it. But then I was like, maybe they're going to weasel him on SmackDown and put Miz in it. But the Miz came out and did what Miz TV segment didn't talk shit until the end. And he brought up that his shoulder was up, but he's not getting the match. So I see that. I think they wrote that in because Daniel Bryan was maybe his shoulder wasn't supposed to be up. You know, the Miz. Maybe he was supposed to be down. And he just well, I mean, to be, also... They, and people will catch it, you I know, mean, so they got to address it. I mean, they, they, they've done this before, though, with Lana and Naomi. You know what I mean? Like, uh, shout out to Total Divas because, again, uh-huh. I love women. Yeah. And women's wrestling. <laughs> so, and the Total Divas, like, they weave that into the show because it happened in real in wrestling where Lana's shoulder was up on a pin. Yeah. And she was able to... She was supposed to stop wrestling and that actually got her to get another match, and then now look, she's a performer. So yeah. like, certain things kind of work themselves out for the best. You know yeah, as long mean? as you so. take the reality and then write it right within the parameters, and you don't just do something just stupid or just not because people are too smart in today's day. And of course, to I mean this is why something. we're doing a fucking podcast. Yeah, so because, you, you know. yeah, so you want to write it in? Just write it in. You know, address it. And they did. So I think that was perfect. It was one of my. It was one of my. Yeah, best I think I think that was that was yeah. my best written of this. Set. Um, so, like I said, I was talking about my worst producer was Kevin Dunn and, and the director's truck. <laughs> um, as far as best produce go, um, my best produce would probably be NXT's um, main event. That set, that match That's was my pre- high spot. Yo. Okay, boom. That's my there high spot. Yo, that match is going to go down in the history wow, of NXT. this is our first show we didn't start with our high spots. Yeah, it's the first show we didn't start with our high Dang, spots. come on. But it's going to go down spot. in the it's going to go down in the history of NXT as one of the best main events of NXT in, in history. It just just go watch the match Ricochet, Adam Cole, Pete Maybe. Dunne. It was it was amazing. It was it, I can't even put it in words because we just got watched done watching. Yeah, it today. we just got done watching it today because uh, it, it came on today. It came on live today. There's a lot of swears, a lot of uh, false finishes, a lot, a lot of false finishes. Oh my god! And it hooked me every single time. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, you know I mean, and like we say, we're 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 marked still. Like, of course, mm-hmm. I'm gonna come in here and be as cynical as I possibly can because it just makes the show better. And that's generally how I feel. You know what I mean? I watch wrestling for the enjoyment of me. You know, so what my sensibilities, but also like, like some of this shit is stupid. I just remembered what you were saying about Triple H's face. What I say, but it wasn't Triple H. It was Kurt Angle. What I say, Kurt Angle looks like Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> He said Kurt Angle looks like Magneto. And he, pretty much, he said it, Kurt Angle looks like Ian McKellen. <laughs> Gandalf the Grey, the same dude, yeah, and Magneto. So he looks Yo, like that. If y'all ever watched any of those <laughs> X-Men movies, dog, and see Magneto when he took his helmet off, that is Kurt Angle. He ain't got no neck. His head is fat as shit. like a Barry Bonds type head. Yeah, fat shit. Yeah, his head is fat. Yo. Um, <laughs> shit, man. Um. Anyway, so um, let's 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 um, let's keep it going. What you what you got next? Uh, we want to talk about. Let's oh. see. Um, how bad the freaking SmackDown main event was. You know, SmackDown. I don't like I don't like being harsh on you because usually you've been decent the last couple of weeks. But I mean, SmackDown the show was good. How you now have New Day on the show, but you have Ru- Rus- uh, not Rusev, uh, Randy Orton and, and Big Show. Well, for one, next week is going to be a thousandth episode, and um, I saw some stat that Big Show is the only person that have been on 
uh, show number one and show number 999. So, you know, this is just for a fucking stat. I don't think it's just for a stat, <laughs> but as you know, I just think, you know. Oh, God damn it. You know, they find shit. Oh, oh my God. They're saying you still got it. Nigga, he doesn't. He doesn't. Nah, shut up. Nah, he doesn't. Hey, you guys in the crowd, just shut up. He doesn't got it. This is not Paul White. I mean, this is old ass Big Show, who's a giant. He's slow as fuck. Cut it out. There was also <laughs> Indiana, so people in Indiana, you know. Stupid. Yeah. No, 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 no alienate. We don't have fans yet. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not I'm not Elias over here. Call it out. You're a freaking town. I don't know anybody who's Indian, Indiana. How you call it? In- I don't know anybody from Indiana, but the crowd I mean, that night was a stupid. It was a stupid. It was a stupid chant. I mean, but we have to have. I mean, we may have fans in Indiana. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry no, if no, I offended no. anybody. But the the chant. You called them stupid already. I didn't, no, they're not the ones that are stupid. The fans that were chanting in that moment were is a stupid moment for Indiana fans. You know, nothing. Um, nothing too. Nothing neither here or there. Right. You know. <laughs> Uh, with that said, uh, let's go into our booking black. Yeah, Indiana, I love you. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's, let's. You know what? I'm gonna call you out and say let's booking black Kofi Kingston. Because here's the thing. Wait, you know why? Wait, you switched it. This yeah, I switched it. I know. Pre, we had a pre-show <laughs> meeting and you switched it. I switched it because of because of one big reason. Remember, we had this conversation about whether. Kofi Kingston will be a two-time Hall of Famer or not. Let's have that conversation right here. Sure, sure. Okay, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fine. All right, so cool. I'm on the spark. We were, me and Chris were talking, and we were talking about Kofi Kingston as a uh, Hall of Famer and if he will go in as a part of the New Day and as a singles competitor. And me and Chris both agree that he probably was just going as just a New Day competitor. Uh, we He's he's not Ric Flair, you know, Um but if he did get a singles push that, you know, gave him a main event run and maybe like a main event pay-per-view match, then I could see him possibly getting to, but they're not going to do that. I don't think. But I, my thing is, too, like, I necessarily don't feel like Kofi Kingston's career. Deserve, yeah, it doesn't warrant it to be yeah. a two-time Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Like, granted... His accolades is he's one championship away from being a Grand Slam champion. Mm-hmm. But, like, but even he, if he, he got the but championship. But you got to realize like, something. The only reason why you're saying that is because he's black. Cause wait, no, what? Here's the thing. No, 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 if no, no, Dolph no, no, Ziggler is no. getting his own single, his, his own single Hall of Fame, why can't Kofi, his, his career is almost just as comparable to Dolph Ziggler? But I don't think Dolph is a Hall of Famer. That's he is. That's the thing. He is. Okay, he, but he will be. Okay, this is, sub, he, this is he, subjective. He crosses the bar as a uh, mid-carter white no, male. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hall of Famers. No, this is the first of all. For, let's 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 go ahead and shit. That's smoking my pause. All right, all right. Go let's, ahead. Okay, Dolph has not crossed over or transcended. Even nearly enough to be considered a Hall of Famer, he's not even considered one. He's Dolph. Cons- like, listen, Dolph dude. is Dolph is over, but Dolph ain't, dude, dude. Dolph. I'm telling you right now, our truth will be a Hall of Famer. I told you that before. I told our truth is the Coco Beware of today. 
R Truth will be a Hall of Famer. So R Truth is gonna be a Hall of Famer. Dolph and Kofi will both be Hall of Famers as well. Oh shit! You almost blew my high. <laughs> How is what R Truth? Listen, R Truth. I've said it plenty of times. I think he's a pretty good dude. I I know he's a, he's a great guy. A Hall of Famer? If Coco Beware can be in the Hall of Fame, so can our truth Okay. Co- Hall- Coco Beware was a exciting, you know, fan- fair, loving, uh, you know, character that was over the top. That's what our truth is today, in today's day and age. So if Coco Beware, and he has titles, and Coco Beware doesn't have any. If Coco Beware can be in the Hall of Fame, our truth clears that bar. I'm sorry. Uh, if Godfather can be in the Hall of Fame, R Truth can be in the Hall. Of Fame. Okay, listen, Godfather's in the Hall of Fame, but like Nation of Domination yeah. is not New Day, or yeah. neither is Right to Censor. You know what I mean? Like if we being honest, the Godfather for the whole train is very much significant with my adolescence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm. Still have residual effects of hoes <laughs> being around. I need to like rebuke them in the name of relationship. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> rebuke them. <laughs> rebuke these hoes. <laughs> Lord, please help me. Rebuke these hoes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't necessarily think Kofi Kingston, uh, like I said, I root for everyone that's black, dog. Uh-huh. I root for everyone that's black. But I don't necessarily think Kofi Kingston is a two time. I don't think he is either. But, I'm but don't that- say I'm saying that because he's black, because, dog, I'm not like. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm saying, here's the thing about it. Like, I'm, I'm black saying Republican. His singles career. It's not Ric Flair's. Of course but not. But it is that of people who get in as singles competitors. I feel you. Now, the but thing is, is that are they getting 2-2 as well? So if anybody else who's a singles competitor gets a, a double duel call Randy Orton is not getting in twice for Evolution. All right. Dog. If you think that's the case, then I'm cool Batista's with Kofi. Batista's not getting in. If you think that, then fine. I'm cool with Kofi but not getting in twice. But also, too. like, nothing Kofi Kingston ever did is going to amount to booty. Bro, bro. Listen to what I'm telling you. My nine-year-old nephew eats bootios, fam. We have three bootios posters on uh. the fucking wall because these niggas sell cereal. <laughs> Their cereal are in like Publix, dude. Bootios because they make sure <laughs> you, you ain't, ain't booty. booty. <laughs> oh my goodness! So nothing. They're it's so they're, fucking ridiculous. But they're palatable to white people, so they're like it's he gets so in. Like fucking ridiculous! There. Oh my god! <laughs> I like New Day. Just um, you know, I just bow down to you because I don't get no, how pause, you do. Pause. No, not that way. Get the I, fuck out of here, dude. I got gotcha. you. In 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 the aspects of creating and marketing yourselves, it's genius. I mean, true, but they had to like. In turn, take chicken shit and make chicken salad because True. they were preacher guys. Uh-huh. You know, power positivity is still amongst them, but yeah. that was legitimately to go to back like, and listen them. to our um, New Day character spotlight. Word, nice yeah. little shameless plug there. Yeah, it, we, we talk in depth about New Day. It's really good, good, good listen. Um, but with that said, from the character spotlight plug, let me tell you about my character flashlight. My character flashlight is uh, just the writing staff this week. Because I think you actually gave it an effort. You put in 
good old try. And you actually wrote a decent show for Raw and SmackDown. Um, and, you know, Crown, I mean, it was not Crown Jewel. Super short, I wasn't have, had too bad either. But the writing actually looked like you guys cared. It, it came full circle with certain things. I don't like, per se, how they have all this World Cup thing going on in Crown Jewel and all the guys that qualified are American old white men. America. <laughs> just Cena, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, they're all old. But I thought you said it was going to be a worldwide thing. Hey, man, listen, I've get things wrong. And then the next week, it's, it's going to be Sh- um, not Shinsuke, Shinsuke and Ray, versus Ray Ray yeah. So they're going to cancel each other out as minorities. I mean, <laughs> but at least we'll get one in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but, they'll meet uh, that quota. Yeah, I guess they, they're booking all the old guys because, you know. They um, have to have a black guy in there. Who's their black guy? They're not going to have a black guy in there. Right? <laughs> I don't have faith. Maybe Bobby. Yeah, probably Bobby. He's the black guy. He's the, Token black guy that's he in the main event. Token black guy right for now. For the main event, yeah. All right. Uh, oh, speaking of uh, Bobby, when he turned, okay, he turned on camera, he turned, did, they did the return. Um, the backstage segment of um, Bailey and Finn. Uh, Finn had a backstage segment. Leo and Bobby came and interrupted, gave us a little hints of having a Bobby versus Finn uh, feud, which I'm kind of like. And then for okay, yeah, yeah. Bobby and Finn, I want to see what they can do together. Um, Who wins the feud? I don't know. Um, Bobby will go. Bobby has to go over. Yeah, come Come on, come on. Yeah, everybody that's black. Sorry, (laughs) Finn, you're too sweet, dog. But uh, Bobby Bobby got to go over. over. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, all right. Where's too much, dog? Um, so shit. We want to get into business logic. Yeah, I mean, we we didn't necessarily. Determine the flow of the show, but mm-hmm. we kind of like hit all our main points, did we not? Is there anything else legitimately that you want to get into before like um, business and logic is usually the end of the show almost? Yeah. Either way, I mean, Dean walking away from the shield that happened. Um, what do you think they're gonna do with that? What do you think they're gonna do? Like, what what are your ideas? Do you care, or do you just want to see um, when it happens? Uh, yeah, me and Rich were talking earlier, and we're like, "Yeah, this got to be the end of this uh, six on six, uh, three on three feud." Like, it so be. they have to do something with Dean that's different. Um, I'm not sure if they're teasing him leaving the shield or he is, but it looks like a tease to me. And they're gonna drag it out probably to Crown Jewel for some other show. We'll see there what happens. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where they're gonna go with that, but. With that said, uh, <laughs> so you don't care? I don't. Right. Unfortunately, right. I don't care. Um, right. Yeah, sorry, I don't care about this. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, business and logic. Business and logic. What do you got going for uh, business and logic? Apparently, TNA, Impact Wrestling, uh-huh, and WWE are um, having some kind of working relationship. Really? They've been having meetings for the past like. Couple weeks, they, they you know they made three deals this year. One deal was for um, the the Jeff Hardy stuff and Jeff Hardy Matt Hardy stuff for the compound and for you know their documentary. Uh, one other thing was for uh, Kurt Angle's stuff from TNA, of course, right? For something they put on his documentary, and then they did a deal for something on Bruce Rich Richards podcast. They did a deal with. Uh, TNA to get something for some probably AJ Styles uh, episode I would I would assume 
and they did it for the first picture. So they're now, but they, but this week past this past weekend or something or this past week, early in the week they talked in uh, Stanford, Connecticut, I believe, and they just had a meeting. So it looks like they're gonna have it's gonna be like a new era of wrestling in terms of their relationship. You know, so if they have which a is necessary, man. I mean, yeah. wrestling is global. Wrestling is making a lot of money right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, WWE. Well, wrestling is making a lot of money. WWE is making money. New Japan yeah. is making money. Um, All in just just sold out their show in Chicago. So, I mean, they're making a lot of money. They can make money together. Exactly. Yeah. So you can make money together. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, I would like this. I would like to see them. You know, definitely. Expand and like I said, I mean I had conspiracy theories about Jeff Jarrett. You talked me off that ledge and it was like, you know, there's no reason why they put him in the Hall of Fame, you know, for the library. And I was like, I think so. But now I don't necessarily think it's Jeff Jarrett, but they definitely kept that relationship cordial enough to where like whatever ties he has, he bridges a gap or something. Okay. I, I I just think so. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I know he has no direct ties to what's going on to the day-to-day operations of the company. Uh-huh. But when it comes to wrestling stuff, Jeff can go in there and be like, hey, this can make us some money. So we can, like, whatever debt we're under, we can get out of it or yeah. whatever the case may be. Whatever the, whatever it may be. But I know WWE is going to pay some coin. You got to think about it. Sting has a 10-year career there. Kurt Angle has a 10-year career there. Uh, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, decade plus. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about uh, um, the, like you said, uh, the Hardy Boys, the Compound, mm-hmm. uh, the Deletion, Obsolete, all that stuff started there. Vanguard One, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Drake Maverick, so, Drake Maverick, um, there, like you know what I mean. Like they have a lot that they can. I said that as a joke. Oh, yeah. he's not there? No, he he is. He is from there, but no one cares. Oh, Paul shit. Drake, oh, Paul Drake Maverick. Dad, I, was, I would have felt so <laughs> stupid if I would agree and he wasn't there. <laughs> no, he wasn't there. <laughs> um, but still, I mean, like, um, they have a lot of talent there. You know what I mean? That came from TNA, so it will only make sense, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Shout out to WWE doing business. I mean, sharing yeah, that well. You know, and I just mean, being more open minded with the industry in general. Um, I think people are now like, oh, can we see a Impact Invasion? It'll be crazy. I don't see that coming right I now. I mean, the Impact I think y'all have, y'all they, they already have an Impact Invasion. Y'all need to chill. They already do without even having yeah. a real invasion. Yeah. So I mean, but it would be cool if they did a cross promotion thing. But I don't see that happening. WWE has no incentive to do that. Um, but yeah, you know, it's cool. I think we're working together, you know, to get some footage and other stuff. You know, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Um, well, shit, with that, we're at forty-five minutes into the show. Um, I know, sir, you have sleep mm-hmm. and work to get to. Yes. Um, and with us, it's not really a necessity for us to push forward with anything since we knocked everything out that we wanted mm-hmm. to talk about. Yeah, uh, shout out Vance Archer, by the way, and Savio Vega. Uh, for sure. Shout out to Wrestle Rap um, Podcast. I'm rocking the shirt while I'm doing my podcast. So uh, shout out Emilio Sparks up there in New York. Shout out to, yo, shout out to Real Life Cast. My man was on the New York Times as Bumble's top 100, you know, 
influential or a person or something like that. Yeah, my man had on a long denim coat. My African brother. Yeah, my Nigerian brother. Come on. So, (laughs) boy. (laughs) Get that money. Uh, Get that cash, fam. Um, And who else do I want to give it? Oh, shout out to my bro. um, Rich, who came through, he's uh, in the background right now. Say what's up, Rich? You're... All right, hope so you guys heard that. Hope you guys heard that. But yeah, my cousin Day Warner been listening to the podcast. Uh, shout out to everybody who does Day listen zero. to this crazy ass shit that we do on the Wednesday night to get recorded uh-huh. and put up on a Thursday afternoon. Right um, we're gonna go ahead and sign out. And uh, catch you guys next week. Uh, next week, we're gonna get this Seth Rollins uh, thing done. When let's get it out this weekend. Let's get it out this All weekend. All right. So he said it on the podcast. We're gonna get it out this weekend. Seth Rollins character spotlight. We're gonna get into uh, a little bit of Tyler Black's background. Um, definitely deep dive into uh, Seth Rollins the turn. With the money in the bank and the title run and cash in, that was the highlight of that was the spotlight of his character. Right. So we're gonna definitely do a deep dive character spotlight with Seth Rollins, and um, like we said, we'll get an episode of Millie takes in probably the week of uh, Evolution. We'll probably uh-huh. get her in the week of, and then we also have um, Alexis Littlefoot. Who's gonna make an appearance that Wednesday on the thirty first Halloween? So shout out to her for making an appearance on the show. We we'll appreciate that. So we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, uh, we'll sign out the Most High CT, aka Chitty Bang. What's up? Peace. Uh, uh, what? I just wanted to say our Twitter is RW Podcast. Oh, one. okay. You wanted to go ahead? And yeah, RW Podcast one. Follow us on Twitter. Yeah, that's, follow us on Twitter. That's on by. <laughs> <laughs> good in. That was a good in. Damn, I didn't stop. <laughs> As things change, other things stay the same. Like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs. From small tickets to big tickets. From bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories. But it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant. Whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system, we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort. Find your local dealer at Bryant.com. Bryant, whatever it takes.